When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the time machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with someone who was just flipped <laughs> off by her co-host, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Or am I? Um, the reason I ask is, um, you know those AI trends that are going around recently? <laughs> yeah. What if, I'm, what if this isn't me? <laughs> AI podcast host. <laughs> they, they're getting... What is what is that video? It's getting weird. <laughs> it's getting scary. It's getting out scary here. Um, because that's all my <laughs> FYP on TikTok are AI covers. Yeah, they'd be like the one I saw recently. Keeping it in theme with Disney Channel stars, Miley Cyrus AI version of Miley Cyrus singing "Easy on Me" by Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to you, kind of, but all the comments are like, "She needs to cover this. This is great with her voice." They're like, "Only, only the real Miley can get that that twang." AI wishes. Have you seen those? I have not. I've mostly just seen, you know, like the AI art and art. the AI. Like, I had an AI write a conversation between this. And yeah, this where do you? I had you, an AI write an Olive Garden commercial. Where do you do that? I want to do one. Chat GPT. Chat GPT. Apparently, that's what the streets are saying. Okay. I don't. Um, I don't really mess with that stuff. Why? Are you afraid of it? Too busy playing The Sims, my guy. So you you like? That's all I've been doing lately. You like AI, just in a different <laughs> way. I guess. Maybe. Okay. What is it again for all the listeners? Chat GPT. I mean, don't quote me on this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, make an AI version of you <laughs> and make you say all nice things about me. Because that'll for sure be fake. Just kidding. Um, well, if you keep flipping me off when we start recording, I, it there's will no be. proof. There's no proof. You can't prove anything. Yes, there is. I was recording the same. Damn. <laughs> Guess there is. Well, I have some proof of some good Disney forward one stories to get into. Oh yeah, we're busy bitches we're with the busy. news. Busy, all right. The time machine. All right, uh, let's get into it. Disney four one one. Okay, first story. I think let's just deep dive into it. Uh, Cole Sprouse um, was on an episode of <sighs> Call Her Daddy, and they talked about various things. Um, everything that he's well, one before the podcast even dropped he was getting roasted on social media rightfully so oh because nothing matters more than the fact that cole sprouse is chain smoking indoors in that interview why the entire time looking so silly and i listened to the podcast so you don't have to 
And it's a video <laughs> podcast, so it plays the entire video on your phone or whatever device you're looking. And he's he has like a um, an ashtray on the arm of the chair, and he's like, "Yep." And so sometimes he'll talk into the microphone, but then turn away like this because he's doing like he's in the ashtray. Um, but of course, they touched on a lot of things uh, growing up um, with his twin brother losing his mom losing custody of them and living with their dad um um riverdale never which is right uh exactly (laughs) riverdale and of course being on disney channel so the main thing i wanted to talk about um with discussing this was the disney channel aspect um because the um, host asked who was your friend group in disney who did you hang out with and do you still talk to them so this is what Cole Sprouse had to say. Um, Cole Sprouse said about his friend group in the Disney Channel run, he, says, he said, I was horrible. I was a really angry kid. Um, I was an atheist at the time. And all the kids on Disney were pretty much Christian. So I was like really getting off to like the debates. And I was just very annoying. And I was poking the bear at them. I'm imagining like 10 year old sweater vest Cole Sprouse squeaking at Miley Cyrus being like. <laughs> so this is the picture that is with the article. And this is exact. And this is exactly what was happening during the time. The picture yeah. the picture is bowl cut Sprouse twins and Miley Cyrus, who's five feet taller than them. And then, you know, that was when Miley, you know, was very Christian at the time. Um, and yeah. little Cole Sprouse was, you know, poking holes and all the things. He said people got um, in that Disney group got along better with Dylan than they did uh, Cole. She's not a Christian. Which I, I thought it was just very funny that, yeah, just like bowl cut Cole Sprouse was like, so how is it possible to turn water into wine? <laughs> and Miley was like, oh well, my daddy said. <laughs> He also just talked about he had a great experience on Sweet Life. He he said that that show saved him and his brother, um, and went financially and just kind of gave them the stability that they were looking for. I mean, then once he she later on she asked about his relationship with the girl he used to date on Riverdale, Lily Reinhardt, and it, like which I think went on for like forty minutes. Didn't I it? think it went on for like four years, like a good amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> him talking about oh, it oh, not their oh, relationship. Oh, yeah that was like a good part of the interview uh but when you mentioned River, when he mentioned when they mentioned riverdale his facial expression was like he was getting war flashbacks i'd imagine so and i was talking to you about this yesterday but i was just like i imagine the whole cast of riverdale must have like complete brain rot oh, yeah. From starting their show in a place of like, this is Archie Comics, but dark, and it's a murder mystery, to reaching, we all have superpowers, and we've done seven musicals. Mm-hmm. He, like, what? He also talked about his first sexual experience, which I really didn't need to know. Especially <sighs> I can't, especially the age. Because then he take. said his age, and then I'm imagining what he looked like at the time, and you know. I was like, I don't need to know this. What was going on? I just can't take anything he says seriously when he's chain smoking right. like that. Um, yeah. Indoors. Indoors. He looks like he's giving the vibes that he just like ordered an almond croissant from a bakery and he's like. Yeah. About to spend the day in Perry. Yeah. I mean, he's very, he uses a lot of big words. He's very, in, he's a very intellectual guy, I think. But 
just very, I don't know. I want you to listen to it, and I want to get your full thoughts. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. All right. Are you ready for our next story? Mm-hmm. This one I know is going to get you frustrated because you already texted me about it because you were so very, very, very frustrated about it. Um, <laughs> it is all about Hillary Duff and how I met your father and, of course, Lizzie McGuire. The tease. The tease to end all teases. Uh, the Lizzie McGuire revival never happened, and so, no, we're still not over it, but Hilary Duff's iconic teen character was still brought back to TV recently thanks to How I Met Your Father. Um, in a clip of the episode A Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Valentine's Day, the How I Met Your Mother spinoff aired a short flashback scene of what Sophie, played by Hilary Duff, calls her worst Valentine's Day experience, and the show used footage from the actor's former Disney Channel comedy, um, Lizzie McGuire, on their Valentine's Day episode called First Kissed. Uh, showrunners of How I Met Your Father tell um, Entertainment Weekly, which is where I'm reading this, uh, that the idea to use old Lizzie McGuire footage um, on the comedy came straight from the episode's writer. We all loved it, but the first thing we had to do was immediately fire off a text to Hillary and be like, how do you feel about this? Um, and of course, she she's the best. And if she thinks it's funny, she's totally on board. It took her all of 10 seconds to be like, yeah, obviously, we have to do that. They said it's so easy because Liz McGuire was a Disney Channel show and we work for Walt Disney Television now. Uh, so it's all the same big corporate umbrella that makes it all very Seamless. Uh, the showrunners laugh at how using Liz McGuire footage is their way of giving fans some kind of justice to the canceled Disney Plus uh, revival. And they said, yeah, we can kind of give people a tiny taste of what they didn't get with that reboot. We just try and give everybody, everybody, every experience they can ever dream of. That was really fun to do. Yeah, when I dreamed of the Lizzie McGuire reboot, I dreamed of stock footage. Yeah. That's what I wanted. I, I just the way this article is written sounds like a confirmation this is the that nail it's never in the going coffin. to happen and that this is all we're ever going to get. And that like the way Hillary has been talking about it didn't lead me I to I don't believe. know. Maybe they don't know things maybe this article was written a long time ago. And they were just They just can't keep stringing me along like this. At least Lelaine will get something. Cause she was in the clip that they used. She'll get a check in the so mail. So that's good. So I'm sure Lillian was like, yes, finally. Um, so, I mean, I think it's funny. I think it's like a really nod. But Hillary knows what that will. Hillary knows what that. Yeah. What, what that ensues. I mean, the, peop- the people were foaming at the mouth. Yeah. It's a great idea. I think I would have enjoyed it more if the, there was no reboot in ever talks. Of yeah, reboot. if it was just a funny thing. That, that I would have been this like. This also opens like wormholes of time. And connects two universes right. and now implies that Lizzie grew up and changed her name. It is it is now <laughs> under a different moniker and doesn't talk to any of her family or friends and has new family and friends, which I guess relatable. <laughs> Maybe that was the reboot's intent. Maybe. You never know. At the, the final episode of How I Met Your Father, Hilary Duff wakes up and Stop. no, no, it, it's the cartoon. She goes, ugh. Can you believe it? That's what I think I'm going to be when I'm 30. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just annoying. Uh, uh, can you imagine if they strung us along for like five, six years, however long this damn show goes? And at the very end, they're like, surprise. This is the Lizzie McGuire reboot all along. Gordo goes, wake up, Lizzie. You're late for school. I 
my brain would probably explode, like physically. I, I can't think of any other reaction I would have to that. Okay, well, I want to hear your initial reactions about this next story. Um, so, as you know, we record these and drop these on Friday. So this story is like, hi from the future. Was this a good uh, special? Was the album good? I hope it was. Ooh. So Disney Plus will celebrate Miley Cyrus's forthcoming eighth studio album, with a special event titled Miley Cyrus Endless Summer Vacation Backyard Sessions. Miley Cyrus serves as as executive producer on the music-focused special from Disney branded television, which which will feature songs from the album. The special is set to premiere on Friday, March 10th, and will feature Cyrus performing songs from Endless Summer Vacation, including her recent single Flowers, seven additional tracks from the album, one of her chop chart-topping classic hits, and her performance with Rufus Wainwright. Um, the Backyard Sessions are a series that Cyrus began in 2012 for her fans. There's a lot of layers to this story, I think. The sleeping giant has awoken once more. Who? Miley Cyrus. Oh. <laughs> so, obviously, when this episode drops, we would already hear the album, mm-hmm. already have seen the special. Mm-hmm. So, let's just talk about one, what we, because we can't even talk about, I wonder what's going to happen, because by the time people listen to this, they've probably seen it and heard it. So what do you think, um, the implications of working with Disney again? <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm, that was crazy. I'm truly shocked. I mean, it was trending, like Disney Plus, Miley Cyrus was trending all day. Yeah. It's wild, because like. I mean, we just spoke on, like, the Scandals episode earlier this year, and it kind of seems like when Miley and Disney parted ways, things were tense. <laughs> things were tense with the mouse. <laughs> to say the least. So, very interesting that she's walking back through the door. Very interesting that she announced um, a special, a new single, and a video all within the last, like, seven days. I'm sure we're getting it. We're going to get... I mean, the album drops midnight. Friday. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, so Thursday, there's an announcement on Thursday, so it's going to be something. Um, I know. But she, it just feels like she's been doing nothing for so long, and that Flowers did get dethroned on the Billboard good. charts. It's number That's two why now. she said, let me announce the stuff. She was like, uh, I'm scared. Disney quick! <laughs> I think it's a great way to remind people she has an album coming out. Um, mm-hmm. I think it plays in the, to the nostalgia, because people were like, is she going to talk about Hannah Montana? And she is confirmed to, um, and you'll find this out already, uh, and from the future. Uh, but um, she's singing the climb. I wanted yeah. some. So we put it on our Instagram stories. One, do you think now that Miley Cyrus is doing this special for Disney Plus, are we finally getting a song, a Hannah Montana song? A lot of people say yes. Why? There's a reason this is not on Netflix or Hulu. Or, um, I don't know, NBC, because I guess that contract's over. Um, and then it was revealed that she's singing The Climb, which... Basic. Yes, because she already Basically. sings The Climb. It's a great song. Here's I Got Nerve. Right. Where's Nobody's Perfect? <laughs> I wanted, like, a deep cut. I mean, I think this is the only song she'll ever do from that time. That, because, one, it's a great, it's a great song. You I know, know. Um, and it's but it's just, I've heard it. It's like I've been there. I've done that. You've been doing it on your tour for God's sake. Yeah. Like it's not like I haven't just seen you sing this song. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just kind of like not to be funny. The best of both worlds. 
uh, give something for the Hannah Montana fans, but also like not have to do, I don't know, pumping up the party. I saw people on Twitter saying that this special is going to feature an 11 minute segment that has like a bunch of Hannah Montana cast members returning plus Hannah, like Miley in the Hannah wig. And I'm like, are you delusional? Are you out <laughs> of your you mind? Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you as- transition from flowers? You hear, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Y'all, come on. Because, well, first of all, Miley and Billy Ray are beefing. Beefing, so, <laughs> so that's not going to happen. Will not, he will not be appearing. Mitchell Musso has his own single, Drank, to promote. Okay, so he's not going to be there. Emily Osmond Emily is Osmond, on Young Sheldon. I guess she, she could stop by. Jason Earls is waiting for the call. Jason Earls is booked and busy at Disney already, so you know he just have to hop over the lot. And Moises Arias, Miley has some block. <laughs> Moises Arias is not allowed on. Could the you imagine <laughs> the only like Hannah Montana thing they could pull together was Miley and Moises Arias? <sighs> so it's like a scene of her going to the surf shop, and that's it. They're like, we're gonna recreate that scene where she kisses Rico. <laughs> that one scene, that one time. I or they or they finally explain um, how Rico could fit a whole uh, snow cone machine and a monkey's rainforest ecosystem yeah. in his locker. Maybe they'll give that explanation to mm-hmm. us. Um, I'm excited. I think this is a great move. Gives us something to watch. Are you gonna Are you gonna listen to the album first and then the special, or special the album? The special comes out at one o'clock Friday afternoon. Yes. So the album will be available in the morning. So I'll definitely be listening to the album yeah. first. Yeah. 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 Exciting, exciting. Eee, it feels real if now, kind of. <laughs> um, all right. Well, again, we hope it's good. We'll we'll give you our full review next episode. Yeah. Um, but we're not. Ta- that's the end of Disney Four on One. But we're not talking about future Miley in this episode, are we? We're not even really talking about Miley at all. No, not really. I mean, we are because March is the month of Miley. So we are covering all things Miley Cyrus and the Disney Channel and some things even not on the Disney Channel uh, in anticipation of the month of Miley in 2023 with her new album coming out. But we are talking about an album today. Yeah. And this is... It. You were so confused. <laughs> we'll have to get into that later. Yes, but... Disney Channel scammed me for years, and I just now found out about it today. But we are talking about the very first Hannah Montana album, the Hannah Montana um, original soundtrack. Yeah, it dropped October 24th, 2006. And I think it's just very serendipitous that this episode drops um, the day Miley Cyrus's latest album drops. And this is the very first proper album that miley cyrus ever lent her voice to um yeah she was on disney mania it's the first hannah montana album so you have all the hits you have best of both worlds you have uh who said just like you puppet of the party all those classics and then um contrary to popular belief like becca there's a little like little fine print um on this album and it says songs from and inspired by the hit tv series so what does that mean you ask um so along with Hannah montana we have songs from jesse mccartney everlife oh, um the <laughs> war flashbacks well, uh the click five and b5 so this is so when i thought this whole time that songs from and inspired by meant that either like the song was written about the show or that it made an appearance at some point on the show 
And here I found out today that Disney is just throwing these songs around willy-nilly, like putting a song that is canonically from That's So Raven on the Wizards of Waverly mm-hmm. Place soundtrack. They've been doing all this under my nose for years. Yeah. And I just now found out today at the ripe young age of 26. Yeah, well, it's also noted that this is the only Hannah Montana album that is that says songs from and inspired. Because after the first season, they were like, oh, well, now we know this is a hit. We can make a full album of just Hannah Montana songs yeah. and it's going to sell. So this is the only album that doesn't, that features other artists other than Hannah Montana, uh, which I think is um, very telling. Um, yeah. But, you know, a little history of the Hannah Montana soundtrack. So, of course, Hannah Montana, the soundtrack, received general, generally favorable reviews from music critics who appreciated oh. its overall production. It debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 with first week sale. What? <laughs> Are you shocked? A little. Yes. Uh, with first week sales of 281,000 copies. In doing so, it became Miley Cyrus's first number one album, the first television soundtrack to reach the top position on the chart, and the fourth soundtrack from the Walt Disney Company to debut in top 10 of the Billboard 200. And now High School Musical is another one. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The album became triple platinum, um, and Hannah Montana. What? Yeah, and it beat My Chemical Romance, The Black Parade. That's the two albums that were competing for number one. <laughs> there are two wolves inside of me right now. <laughs> and, um, and because this album debuted at number one, Miley Cyrus became the youngest female artist to have an album debuted at number one because she was 13. Yeah. And in some of these songs, you can tell. <laughs> and all, the, all these songs, you can tell she was 13. The Walt Disney Company has so many surprises in the bag for I me know, today. I <laughs> know, I know. Wow. Now you're thinking Miley, Hannah Montana flopped out the gate. I didn't think it flopped. I just didn't think it debuted at number one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe Hannah Montana 2 did that because Hannah Montana 2 is where the hits really start cooking. <laughs> this is like a this is like you're turning on the oven. Yeah, and you're waiting. This is the preheat. The decade end of the Billboard 200 top 200, so 2009, uh, the position was at number 84. Wow. Decade end charts. <laughs> yep. So three times platinum. Um. Uh, so do you? What do we remember about the Hannah Montana soundtrack? And I guess season one music. I guess you should say. Not much. Um, I know I've said before when Hannah Montana came out, I for some reason was like, Ugh! and I decided I didn't like it and I wouldn't watch it and I wouldn't listen to anything related to it. And it just made me matter because it was popular. So not many like young me memories with these um, other than a couple of the songs being the background music for Hotshot Photo Pro. <laughs> so when I hear certain moments of some of these songs, like I get tightness in my chest thinking that I have to snap another photo of Billy Ray or I'm out of the game. Mm, mm. Um. I mean, <laughs> I just remember the songs are from the show. So by the time you got the soundtrack, you yeah. already knew um, the song. So I think that's an extra selling point. Um, and I don't know. I mean, <laughs> they Disney struck gold, a little Hannah Montana. A little Miley Cyrus. Oh, they did. And we... Wa- they struck gold with money, and they struck gold with just character and pluck. 
because we watched some videos for this. Too yeah, that uh, like different things. I'll that have they, some things to say about that they did to promote the album. So I'm gonna before we get into the tracks, I do want to talk about how they promoted the album. And in yeah. early career, Miley Cyrus would plop that wig on her head <laughs> and go to various places to perform as yeah. Hannah Montana, uh, like like the talk show sh- circuit, which I think is so interesting. Because they introduced her as Miley Cyrus because that's technically who she is. Mm -hmm. But then she's on the stage in the blonde wig. Well, they go, now here to sing I Got Nerve, it's Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana. Well, that's not what Regis Philbin said. Well, (laughs) what? Regis Philbin was having some trouble. Hunter sent me a video of Miley as Hannah performing I Got Nerve on, was it Regis and Kelly? Yeah. And Regis, <laughs> Regis Philbert introduces her, and he says, "Highly Cyrus." And, the- and Kelly's like, "No, Miley Cyrus." <laughs> and he goes, "Miley Cyprus." <laughs> and then it cuts to like Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana beginning to perform, and you hear Kelly and Regis Philbert just cracking up <laughs> off screen. And just imagine being a thirteen-year-old kid. And you can hear the host laughing at butchering your name. I'd be like, it is 7 a.m. Oh, I I can't imagine doing all these things at 13. I remember how I was so, like, shy and didn't want to do anything at 13. So I can't imagine doing all this stuff. Yeah. Well, her backing vocalists on the Regis performance were also shy. Yeah. Because when they come in, they're like, eh, they eh, and And when the performance ends, Regis still messes Miley's name up. <laughs> She's like, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> we also watched uh, a Disney 365 where Miley Cyrus, Emily Osment, and Mitchell Musso were all at Typhoon Lagoon in Disney World, like signing autographs all day. And then Miley did a concert as Hannah that night. And you could tell the wig was melting onto her head and all those dancers were so hot and tired. <laughs> well, Emily Osment asks, like, what do you want to do uh what do you want to do now? And she goes, oh, I just really want to get into that pool. Yeah, Miley's like, I want to be in the water. <laughs> get her some water. She's dehydrated they also there. had They also had Emily Osment and Mitchell Musso out there in those like turtleneck swim shirts. Well, you can't show They it. do say So Hot Summer yeah. on them though. So I was like, mm, wish I could cough. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you can't show any skiing. Oh no, of course it's, I it's, it's like at a church pool party. <laughs> It was so funny, too, when the interviewer was interviewing just um, Emily Osment and Mitchell Busso. And he's like, do you guys ever hang out? And they're like, mm, I mean, we like mm, not really the two of us, but uh, we're here at Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah, <laughs> they have like so they also have Emily Osment and Mitchell Musso asking Miley questions. Yeah, it's weird. Which like you can tell like producers <laughs> fed them. Be like, so like yeah. what song do you like to perform, Miley? <laughs> Um, I also like watched the Disney 365 one. They're basically the same thing. Um, but the interviewer yeah. is like, so Hannah, how would you like your concert? I said, <laughs> not you referring to her as Hannah. I know Miley's like, mother. My name is Molly Cyrus. She's like, I want to take that wig off and run into that wave pool right now. <laughs> With my wig cap on. <laughs> and leave you guys suckers to dry. I also, the concert was clearly all just lip sync oh. because she has a she has like an over the ear like pop star mic on but it's not anywhere near her mouth mm-hmm. well her throat was dry because <laughs> she was overheated i mean yeah you can 
you can tell that they waited until it was more like overcast yeah. and late in the day to yeah. actually like and do before we get into the, the the tracks should we talk about hannah montana's backstage pass this thing that i <laughs> realized i remembered when i saw the intro yeah where the door opens and she was like Shh. yeah it was so you get a journey on Miley Cyrus uh, touring for the first time as Hannah Montana, and it's like intercut with what she does behind the scenes and all that great stuff. She's and she, at this time she's opening up for the Cheetah Girls um, and Vanessa Hudgens and all those people. And the way the the set that Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana has is really just like a poster of the logo on both yeah. sides of the stage, and that's it. Um, but there was one. You were saying Miley Cyrus has not changed the way she talks. Mm-mm. What, what was an instance that made you think that? I just, the way that she just goes on oh, yeah, and rambles. on and on. And, like, she's always just been so quirky, girl. Like, there's a scene where she's showing off her bum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, here's my Elvis blanket that I sleep with because you got to remember the king. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, like, showing off a bunk full of plushies and the whole time in this video she has in the most obvious like weave from Claire's <laughs> that I've ever ever seen it's like this wrong color the wrong length the wrong style <laughs> girl I know I've been there There's I one... bought the clip in piece too it's okay there was one part where she's like so we don't got any good food on the bus my mom is in this healthy <laughs> gig she, does. she goes gross. And she's like trying to show the people how the automatic door opens and closes, and Billy Ray's in the back room, and she's like, "Daddy, I'm gonna lock you in here a second. And he's just like, "Okay." Uh, this is what happens when you give hillbillies money. Um, oh, and the point where she like she's showing them the dressing room, and she walked in and just went, "That's my wig." <laughs> it was so funny. Me after I listened to Plastic Hearts for the first time. <laughs> That's my wig. <laughs> There's a promo moment where her brother is watching Phil of the Future on the bus. scares him. She, yeah, she's like, I'm going to scare my brother. <laughs> it's very, like, I mean, if you know Miley, you know what we mean. Also, all these videos are readily available on YouTube yeah. if you want to. HD, too. Figure out what we're, what we're laughing about. Well, so the, the only thing that's not in HD was the Hannah Montana like music video performances we watched. Oh yeah, those are one pixel a piece. <laughs> Some of them are in HD. I think two of them are, but because two of them were on like the Disney Vivo. Yeah, and I, yeah, but... and the rest of them weren't. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll talk about those music videos if we have anything to say as we go track by track. Um, but I did yeah. just want to touch upon those videos we watched of how they promoted this oh, album. Of course, um, they were. I was hooting and hollering <laughs> watching those. There's my wig. <laughs> she <laughs> talks about that dang wig all the time. She does. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's such a part <laughs> the plasticine is melting into your head and down your face every night. Uh, you know there's an expensive wig, too. Oh, it has to be. Snow Party City wig. For all that they're putting it through. I know. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but you, you were, before we move on, when Miley scares her brother, he's watching Phil of the Future. Yeah. And he, he like, she goes, I'm going to scare my brother. Uh, was I didn't I don't remember was Noah did Noah feature in any of that I did not see Noah mm, anywhere she was too young I, you saw Tish you saw Billy Ray of course and you saw the key the players the key players all right so I think enough of behind the scenes and how they promoted it let's look let's at, get on to the scene let's look at what this album is all about so yes. we'll do track by track and let's get started with I mean boom, 
Exactly. You hear those drum beats and you know exactly what's happening. This reshaped pop culture and continues mm-hmm. to do so to this day. Track one opens with the best of both worlds, which is obviously um, Miley Cyrus's Hannah Montana's signature, one of her signature songs, because it is her theme song. It was the only song that the little girls at the concerts knew the words to. Yeah, because that's the one you hear every day. <laughs> well, it's the theme song, but it's not. it wasn't considered the official theme song. They had some other options. Um, so the best of both worlds, just like you, and um, what's the other one? That was The Other Side of Me were considered the theme songs before they decided that, best of both worlds. That makes sense because I was wondering why there were three songs on here that are same story different font there are a lot there are a lot a lot of this album is about having stardom stardom but having like i'm just a regular girl too yeah it's like if a if if i listen to an artist and they had five songs on one album that were about living a double life i'd be like hmm yeah and like (laughs) these are the songs that in the context of the show are used on the show yeah so i'm like thinking when hannah montana goes on a radio show and they're like, so what is the song Best of Both Worlds about? Like, what got inspired by it? She's like, um, uh, well, you see, <laughs> I'm just, you know. <laughs> Gotta go! <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of the theme of this album, of that. I do love the lyrics to Best of Both Worlds, though, when you closer examine them and realize that, like, while she has her own set of problems, she gets all the perks of fame without any of the usual drawbacks yeah yeah i mean that are like being recognized and yeah i mean you get the limo up front Ooh-wah-oo. uh hottest styles every shoe every color and when you're famous it can be kind of fun but it's really you no one ever discovers like she's clearly saying like what is this supposed to be like when country stars like sing like when reba sings fancy um, and that song's about a. Pro- I mean, fancy feels like a story to me. No, but like what, when Reba what sings I'm, a song about what that, I'm saying like is, you know, country songs, like sometimes yeah. they tell a story where it doesn't have anything to do with you. Like Reba was never a prostitute. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So maybe Miley's like, oh, I just got inspired about like, what if someone like lived a double life, like a superhero, but instead of a superhero, um, it's a pop star. And of course, we're talking about in the reality of the show. Issues that yeah, like, of course, of course, the fans know. <laughs> The real thing. But then, of course, there'd be a paparazzi photo that that would be like, Hannah Montana taking off a wig? (laughs) Like, there's no actual universe in which Hannah Montana doesn't show her cracks right away the way Miley behaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Orlando Bloom? Very of the time. What would would be the celebrity (laughs) that would get the shout out if this was out in 2023? Harry Styles. Oh, of course. Is that Harry Styles? (laughs) What actor? What actor? Yeah. Harry Styles is a good one, though. Harry Styles technically an actor. Oh, yeah. Technically Technically, an actor. technically. Harry Styles, I, I like that one. Harry Styles is the new Orlando Bloom in um, Best of Both <laughs> Is that Harry Styles? <laughs> is that Harry Styles? <laughs> this is just one, the instrumental, like, the na in the background of this is like the one that gives me the worst war flashbacks to Hotshot Photo Pro. Like, all I can think of is like, God damn it, I gotta get this shot or I'm not gonna be the photo pro. <laughs> right, yeah. So when they were inspired by to make the music of Hannah Montana, 
Um, the artists that they were looking for inspiration at the time were a blend of country-ist, but coming at it from pop style. So artists like Shania Twain, Faith, Faith Hill, Carrie Underwood, who were on the pop side of country, and then artists like Pink, Kelly Clarkson, and Madonna. So they were kind of making... You know, a Frankenstein version of those Pink artists. Pink is a little too edgy for Hannah <laughs> Montana. At least she used to be back in that day. Mm-hmm. Well, at first they were like, let's just um, do rock. Like Hannah Montana is going to be a rock star. Like full on like. She is. Yeah. But, you know, more rock centric music. Um, and then yeah. some, some, and then once Miley Cyrus was cast, we were like, well, she has like kind of this country twang. Let's make her like a country pop star. I feel like there's a good mix, more so across the board of Hannah Montana, but even in this album, too. Of? Not so much rock on this album, but there's a little bit of, like, funky. Yeah, yeah. A um, little bit of country, a little bit of pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No hip-hop just yet. Yeah, they said a lot of the songs, especially in that first season, were about the character and pop star lifestyles, and then the dual life thing. The theme song obviously spoke directly to that. And then the pop star stuff was about the fantasy. Like if we were a movie, pumping up the party and those kinds of fun songs drove season one. Um, And then they said as the seasons went on, that's when you get um, different like love songs and all that stuff. I'm reading an article that the music executives at Disney um, gave um, for the Hannah Montana 15th anniversary. And they're talking about the music. So if, I, if you ever hear uh, me, like, giving those tidbits, that's where this is from. So, do we like, does Best of Both Worlds stand on its own without yeah, it being the theme song? Do we like it just because it was grained in our heads every week? No, I think out of the three that you mentioned, that one is by far the best. Yes, but what I'm saying, is it top album? Yes. I mean, it was ranked. Miley Cyrus did... Uh, Rolling Stone. Well, the Rolling Stone article that we talked about, I think last week, yeah, was number fifty on the top best Miley Cyrus. Song. And I will say, I think I don't have the article, but Rolling Stone ranked the best um, fake songs from artists <laughs> in, yeah. in movies and TV. And Best of Both Worlds, I think, was in the top ten. I mean, it's great. I think my only gripe with it is that this version doesn't end with the ha 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 ha. Yeah. Because well, that's ingrained into my brain like I need yeah, it. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure I. this is probably the song she sang the most out of all the Hannah Montana songs. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And then she redid it when she got a little bit older. Because her voice, the older Miley Cyrus gets, the more her voice changes. So they definitely had to. Because they said they they started recording the album when she was about like 12, 13. Yeah, that's insane. So, all right. So best of both worlds. Strong start to the album, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you always have to have a strong start. Makes it all together. Mix it all together. All right, so on to track number two, which is Who Said? Was this one recorded, like, earlier in the process? There are some where you can definitely hear a different... Because this one just sounds, like, kind of less produced. Oh, really? Even than some of the other ones. Like, it just, it feels very bare bones. Like, it's just kind of vocal instrument and not much else. Yeah. And she just like sounds she like sounds it just feels young. like it feels like the first cut. Yeah, there are definitely songs where they film they when she was 12 and I think there were some songs where she's actually 13 cuz you can kind of tell the difference in her voice a little bit. Um Yeah. I like who said or who says whatever I'm it's called. I not I did. <laughs> she gives us the Joe Jonas ow. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, who says is all about who says I can't be all these things. 
Some things I'm like, there's a, you can't. Who says I can't be 10 feet tall? That's what I'm saying. You can't be. The doctor. The doctor, your bones. <laughs> your, the size of. Science. Your, your pant, your pant length. Medicine. <laughs> yeah, every clothing designer ever. Yeah, like president, okay. Uh, 10 feet Superman, tall. Superman, iffy. Fictional. <laughs> you can write for Superman. You can dress up. Maybe she's talking about Halloween. Who said I can't be Superman? Nobody. I Billy guess, Ray. If you want, Billy Ray's like, well, Miley. Well, gosh, I guess if you want to be Superman Miley. that bad, <laughs> get you costume it. from the Dollar Tree. What do you? Th- so you? So this is one of the mu- one they have music videos for, and it's just just her and uh, just singing. I mean, all of the music videos, quote unquote, were just the Hannah Montana performances from the show, yeah. pretty much. Um, and do you want to know a little behind the scenes of those concerts? Of the Hannah of Montana course. concerts, of so they were obviously filmed before one Hannah Montana episode dropped because they had to have mm-hmm. all those in the can to edit them in, um, and so um, in where am I? Hold on. Um. Okay. So so. <laughs> So, for marketing campaign, this is from the article, uh, leading up to season one, we filmed a concert with Miley at in Glendale, and they put out the word on Radio Disney, if you want to be on the next Disney Channel show, come down and see a new concert. So, people showed up, and we gave them Ooh. signs, like, Chicago loves Hannah Montana, and Los Angeles loves Hannah Montana. Um, so, you could film the audience and make it look like they were in different spaces. And so, th- so, we set her up as a real pop star through the marketing campaign, like, who is Hannah Montana? Um, we shot four or five songs that Miley had pre-recorded so we could cut footage into the first season and make it look um, like she's like in the Staples Center. <laughs> she's in Madison Square Garden and all that great stuff. Um, and people say, Hannah and Hannah. And they said, Miley was living it. She rocked the house and everybody was like, we cast the right girl. <laughs> she just grabbed the bull by the horns and the kid was never lacking confidence. And they said the audience got really invested in the performance and in her music. And they've never seen an episode of Hannah Montana. And I'm sure a lot of them were like, we're going to be on TV. But yeah, of course. That would be bizarre. That's so fun. That'd be like a fun fact being like, I was in the first ever Hannah Montana concert before any episodes aired. Who says I like, I... I feel like it's one of my favorites off this one. For I think sure. it's okay. Yeah. When she says that. <laughs> Who said? <laughs> Her twang does come through extra This hard is probably the most the twangy Miley, Hannah Montana at least sounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who said? Come on. <laughs> Hannah Montana, I've, there's a lot of like, yeah, come on. Oh, yeah. Which like, I'm... Hannah Montana cannot let the last three seconds of her song be silent. Yeah. <laughs> she just has to go. <laughs> she has to have Whoa! A... Yeah, she has to have a button. She has to be like... Come on! Yeah, she has to be like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah! Come on. Daddy, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So, should we go to the next one? Who said we can't? I say, I say, I know we can. Wait, do you remember the episode of Hannah Montana where Dolly Parton sings this? And it's silence, and all of a sudden Dolly goes, Who says? Who says? <laughs> and then Billy Ray joins, and he goes, Who said? Who said? 
So this one has is Dolly Parton approved. This song is. It is Dolly Parton approved. So just like you, this is, this is best of both worlds light to me. This is best of both worlds. The slow jam. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. She's got basically what she's saying in the song is, I got everything I ever wanted, but remember, I'm still just like you. Can't relate. It's giving the um, the couple of moments on Ashley Tisdale's album where she was like, I'm so famous, but also just a normal girl. Right. But at least with my, at least with Hannah Montana, she goes, but no one knows I'm a normal girl. Yeah, she says, I want to keep it all inside at one point, which I was like, hmm. Nine it, out of ten therapists would not recommend that you do that. Yeah, and she's like, by the, what is it? By the time I got my name in lights, the other half I'm by your side. Yeah. So I don't understand that, but okay. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. That is crazy that a four, a 13-year-old is doing all this. I know. This is a little bit too dull to be the theme song. I yeah, think. yeah. Like, I can't imagine, like, stock footage of the show and says, like, starring Miley Cyrus. You just hear, so yeah, yeah. It needs to be, like, it needs to hit. So I think that's what yeah. best of both worlds. Like, those drums, like you were saying. Anything? Uh, just like Not you. Really. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it is one of the bottom Hannah Montana songs on this album for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. The most annoying song? Pumping <gasps> at the Party. <gasps> okay. I So when it started, I was like, ooh, like, so funky. Like, this is fun. It's different. And then, like, I think it's just too repetitive and it goes on for too long. <laughs> Don't laugh. But. Okay. <laughs> I know Disney Channel is for kids and, like, young teens and teens. Yeah, whatever. of course. This is the most kiddish song in this whole entire album. I, and and the music video concert footage is the same way. It is. It's so kitty. Isn't it like they're all in pajamas? Pajama party esque. Yeah. And so when you're talking when you're speaking of pumping up the party, if you look at the lyrics, it's like, we're going out. It's a crime to leave your friends at home. This is like Hannah Montana, break my soul. Kids pop. They're a renaissance. And then you see the music video and it's like, oh, no, we're just going to someone's house and we're going to be made to go to bed at 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the party I thought I, I was pumping up. And they do some, like the production on this one, they do something weird with her voice. They do. It's AI. It's AI. It's kind of, her voice kind of fades into the background over the blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it doesn't, it sound, it doesn't sound like Miley was in the studio for this. It was just the chorus, people. <laughs> she was in the next room. Yeah. She was, and they forgot to mix it. She, she was filming. I do love the line, parents might not understand having fun without a plan. Right. Parents might not understand. We're all here. And then obviously you hear. This is the other one that this instrumental is ingrained into my brain because of that damn photography game. Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> Funk. There is a little bit of Earth, Wind, and yeah. Fire on this album. Like Funky Tell. It kind of sounds like a little bit. A very <laughs> low-grade Hannah Montana song for me. It's okay. Eh. So... Let's keep pumping up the party. I feel like we're going all through these, but... Um, some are more important than others. Some are, if we were a movie, 
I think is a very big. This is the one I remember my older sister loving. Oh, this is this song is so me coded. What does that mean? Me coded. <laughs> like it's it's like about me or like it's something that I would do. Okay, okay, okay. Like me in high school, I wrote stuff like this like i wrote a song that was like you're reading a romance novel in class with me and i'm reading a romance novel too but we're not gonna be together like it's very it's very that oh it's kind of like you belong with me a little bit okay well yeah 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 yeah. um so this song peaked at number 47 on the hot 100 um and so after that its appearance on the billboard hot 100 made miley cyrus the first act to have six songs debut on the charts in the same week because she had other songs other ones? uh best of both worlds i got nerve um some other songs that we've already talked about and i think um so like yeah best of both worlds pumping up the party maybe um yep pumping up the party is at 81 wow Best of Both Worlds peaked at um, 92. Let me see what else. I think I Got Nerve is one of them. Uh, I Got Nerve, 67. Well, she was she was touring with that one. She was on the Reach and the Kel. <laughs> God. Uh, this is the life that we haven't talked about yet. Um, peaked at number 83. So basically every single Hannah Montana song. Except a few. Except a few. So if we were a movie. Just, just like you fell asleep and who said couldn't talk its way onto the charts. But I guess everything else. There's also a version later on in the show that she sings with Corbin Blue. Of if you were a movie? Yeah. Randomly. I think I remember that. You I love how she talks right about um, how her performance over the phone should win an Academy Award. What? In the second verse, she basically says, like, my performance will win an Oscar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, how good she's doing being on the phone with this guy pretending that. I just realized that same episode where where Dolly Parton sings, who says, Miley Cyrus is sulking in the back of her house singing this song. Dolly left her fingerprints all over this. Dolly said, this is a hit, and this is a hit. <laughs> if I feel like if we were movie is one of the most memorable ones from the Hannah Montana album, season one. It's, yeah, I really it's, like it. It's one of the only non-songs that are about, I'm living a crazy life. Exactly. So, I, I think that's why, I mean, we'll get into it because we said we were going to rank the Hannah Montana songs off this album. Um, but I think the ones that I liked the best tended to be the ones that were like songs that were about other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is like the only Hannah Montana song that's not about let's let's get up and have some fun or well, this is my double life. <laughs> I guess I got nervous kind of get up and have some fun, but <laughs> that one's so crazy. I like it. I like if we were a movie. That was I well, it's weirdly enough, this is not not nothing from season 1 became Hannah Montana's biggest hit on the Billboard charts. Yeah. But I feel like there's a, he could be the one topped like debuted at number 10 um but i think this is like the precursor to he could be the one well this was like i said they were heating up the oven heating it yeah the baking was yet to come (laughs) rockstar is still cooking (laughs) you love hannah montana too i really do that's like the only one like when hannah montana 2 came out i was like okay let me put on this wig let's have a hubbub (laughs) let's have a kiki (laughs) 
Let's have a Miley. Lock the Can door. we talk about I Got No? The crazy, the crazy song of all time. The, it's, it's, the chorus is electric. I really like this song. Oh, gonna get what I deserve. Har, har. I know this is, her accent does come out bad on the deserve. Zar, har, har. They did her dirty, right? We haven't met, and that's okay. Because you will be asking for me one day. Don't okay, want to wait. confidence. In line. The moment is mine, believe me. Well, who do you think she's talking to? A celebrity she's in line for a meet and greet for, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? I don't I, know. What do you think? I, I, just g- like, I just think the song is a bop. What do you think I got nervous about? I, I couldn't tell you. It, it really doesn't. It's not really about anything. I think it's just her making confident statements and then being like, yeah, I, I said that. Is it a love song? Because at one point she goes, you need to discover the part of you that's reaching out to me. And But then I don't think so. I don't think know. she's her about having confidence. Um, and she has nerve so she can do whatever she wants. She said, I got nerve to perform this song at every public appearance. And re- that's and it, the song they opened with too on the on the tour that she was on. It's interesting they chose this song to like when Miley did her public like I know, appearances. Because this isn't one that I feel like I knew as well. well this one before, never got a concert. Like, this one never got a concert performance. What do you mean? It never the ones I sent you were the only concert performance. They they did. So they one. never did one when she was like not opening for somebody, is what you're saying. They never did one for the show. They never oh. felt, they never, like, you know, the concert stock stock yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. for, yeah. <clears throat> for like, Best of Both Worlds and Pumping of the Party. They never did one for I Got Nerve. So okay. I'm wondering if that's why they just. Maybe. Like, so we, we needed, we needed footage of you singing this. That's why they opened it at Typhoon Lagoon. Like, yeah, it's, this is the single now. This is the, yeah, this is what we're going <laughs> with. Eh, it's okay. I like it. I like I Got Nerve. It's not my favorite, but it's not, it's like in the middle of the pack for me. Now, well, up next now, got... now, this one. The other side. Shut your yes. This is you're putting this one up there. Before I got nerve, yeah. I like this one. I think this one's mid. 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 You're like this is what best. Bro- this is what best. This is the what they want to be. I the auto tune moment is weird. They get for like a Kesha before Kesha yeah. auto tune moment in it. This is like best of both worlds in a different font, like you said. Basically, it is, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was the only track that Hannah Montana performed at her worst concert that we talked about last <laughs> week. <laughs> I mean, if you could see the other side of me. Show them! Show them! Climb the charts, that one. Uh, she showed. She did show. You don't like I, this song? I I think it's okay. Yeah, I sad. think that like between this and Best of Both Worlds, like Best of Both Worlds is the obvious winner. Yeah. Obvious. One of them packs a punch. This one packs like a little tap a, on the cheek. A little slap. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is just the if you if you watch the music video, she kinda of does like a jazz square to begin it. Like on top of the stairs. She's like ding 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 ding. Um <laughs> This is the one where it does sound like she's eleven. Yeah. You can you can tell the ones that you're like, let's just record three songs as Hannah Montana just to be safe if this show goes well. 
And then by the time she was 13, they're like, okay, Miley, come back. We got to get, I got nerve the in here. Side, the other side. The other side, oh, baby. Yeah. I like it. Definitely, I think it's okay. Definitely my top. I feel like our, our rankings are going to be split hairs again. Which makes it even more fun. It's interesting. Okay, the last one of Hannah Montana's. Because there's eight Hannah Montana songs on this album. And there's 15 tracks in total. Mm-hmm. But the last Hannah Montana track is This Is The Life. Which is, I guess, the ballad of the album. This was the first song Miley Cyrus ever recorded as Hannah Montana. <laughs> you can tell. Because <laughs> this is the first song that was in the pilot episode. It's the only song that's in there. This um, is a lot. Yeah. She just graduated <laughs> elementary school. I like it. I don't care. And this is a dream. It's all I need. But yeah, this is like, there are no lighters at the Hannah Montana concerts, but if there were. This, this song feels like it could have been on the Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron soundtrack. I know you just said words, <laughs> but none of those. Spirit, the horse movie. The horse movie. I didn't know it had a subtitle. Stallion of the Cimarron. Is that the sequel? No, that's the subtitle of Spirit. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought it was just Spirit. I remember not liking no. that movie because the... Because <gasps> like I'm like, the horses needed to talk. That movie is everything. And the horses, <laughs> and the horses don't talk, right? No, they don't. It's a Matt Damon voiceover. Yeah, I need, I need the lips moving. They have eyebrows. That's yeah, not enough for you. Doesn't matter. Nope. Nope. Doesn't matter. Spirit waxed and tweezed his eyebrows just for you, and you said that's not enough. Yeah, I need him to brush his teeth so I can see his mouth moving up and down. So, um, Chris William of Entertainment Weekly described this is the lifestyle as simultaneous mimic of the styles of Avril Lavigne, Ashley Simpson, and Britney Spears, which it which what? he felt contracted. Um, contradicted its lyrical theme. I didn't hear I didn't any mean, Avril, any Ashley Simpson, or any Britney I didn't get any of that. So what is the truth here? I got squeaky little mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah, are you talking I got, about? I got prepubescent Miley Cyrus. This is very much like pick up a CD at Limited 2 vibes. This is not... Oh, this is, hey, you want to record a song at your local mall? <laughs> after you get done at the food court? <laughs> that's what it, this one is i like it though it's cute it's endearing i think that's what it is because you're like also, it's another hotshot photo pro moment where when you open the game you just hear this is the life and then you never hear that song again <laughs> i think it's endearing because what a journey yeah this person is about to go on exactly and not as acting like we're her parents <laughs> But I mean, I guess it takes on a different meaning, and it's like kind of can grow and be. Yeah, I think it's like knowing that this twelve-year-old girl is singing this song, and look what her life literally turned into. Because hold on tight, hold on tight. Because what what was it? They were choosing between two shows of Hannah Montana, and they could have chose the other show. They could have. And I'm glad they didn't. I don't know. Or they could have picked another girl and cast a random man to be her father. Yeah, they could have picked Allie and AJ. As we know, there was a lot of other options before Miley. (laughs) The world would not let us forget for a good amount of time. Imagine if Hannah Montana's first song recorded as Hannah Montana was Chicago. (laughs) 
<laughs> from Daniela Monet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Who was yeah. in line. Who was in line. Not to see Hannah Montana, to be Hannah Montana. To be. <laughs> Unlike us. Okay, well, so that is not the end of the album, but that was the end of all the Hannah Montana originals. And like we said before, this is the only time a Hannah Montana soundtrack, the least amount of Hannah Montana songs on it. Yeah. This is where we get inspired. Inspired by, which does not mean, again, I'm reiterating it because I had to reiterate it for myself. This mm-hmm. does not mean that these songs were written about these by these people about Hannah Montana. No. Because most of them have appeared in other places. Yes. So these are just, I guess, when Disney executives are like, okay, we need about like five more songs in order to fill an album requirement. What are songs when you think of Hannah Montana? Um, what are songs we can put on here? That's what this kind of means. One of these makes sense for that. So we're going to go <laughs> the through them, them because this is maybe the only time we'll ever talk about these songs. Um, and we'll have to make our judgment if this fits in, if you were inspired, if this song inspired you, Hannah Montana, the show or whatever. So the first one is Pop Princess by the Click Five. The transition from This Is The Life into this song is so jarring. Oh, you mean that? Yow! <laughs> it's scary. Um, I this te- song is off of their 2005 album called Greetings From Emory House, which mm-hmm. is what um, their famous songs Just The Girl and Catch Your Wave are also on. IGN gave this album a 0.2 out of 10 Ouch. and called it unbearable. Ouch! <laughs> All right, the click five. I disagree. Are, yeah, I disagree. the click five are okay. I may have talked about this before, um, but um, my sixth grade talent show, uh, mm-hmm. the second round, I had to come up with another karaoke song um, because I couldn't sing the one I sang previously, which was Start which was new. started something new by High School Musical. Um, solo. I kicked I kicked its butt. I got round. I got and I got invited back to round two, which was the next week in the final round. Um, so my mom and sister helped me pick a new karaoke song. And one of the um, finalists, the fi- final decision was between one song and another song. And one of them was Just a Girl by Click 5. So nice. I was this close to singing Just a Girl by Click 5, but I did not. What'd you sing instead? I sang Me and My Gang by Rascal Flatts. Oh my God. <laughs> so very different things. <laughs> Um, so whenever I think of the Click Five, fly, the Click Five guys, I think of um, my talent show. <laughs> the Click Five guys, burgers and fries. <laughs> the Click Five guys, burgers and fries. Pop Princess. I te- before we recorded, I texted Becca. I said, "Okay, let me listen to Pop Princess one more time." It got in my head. I like. I like. I liked it. I mean, I like other songs from this. I like. I really love Just the Girl. I really love Catch Your Wave. So it's no surprise that I like this. I just. I'm imagining this song as like a a meet and greet gone awry because it's the lyrics are very crazy fan being like oh pop princess i need you like come be near me freak me out turn me inside out yeah it is kind of like who in the disney executive board was like click five these must be songs that were on radio disney they i they definitely were so they're just like what's what's popping do you think this fit one it does not fit with it's just like these other these songs don't these songs that are inspired by um, this sa- the sound doesn't fit. I think the theming does. The themes, 
but it's just very, I don't know. It's jarring. It's, yeah. It was jarring. And this song is also almost five minutes long. It's a very short album. And the song, though, is also, this song is like four minutes and 54 seconds. Yeah. So, Pop Princess. Could you imagine, like, I don't know. It feels too, like, edgy for Hannah Montana. I know. I I was looking at the lyrics, and I was like, oh. Yeah. This is not what I expected, I guess. But I I think. I like I, the song. I honestly think I it just. I do like the song. They picked it because the title says Pop Princess. Hot. Yeah. That's the only. That's the only reason. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, we forgot the rest of the track list. Quick, we need something that says pop, pop music." This one, you have to convince me how this made on the album. The next I can't. one. This one is "She's No You" by Jesse McCartney. My only justification is that it's one of the best songs of all time. That's okay. all I can give you. That's um, great. Other than that. Who? I don't know, because I don't know how the lyrics of this song would apply. Because Unless she's no you is like, he's dating Miley and is saying that Hannah's no you or something. Like, I yeah. don't know. It's a love song. So, who? what was inspired by this? This right. is random. They were probably just like, well, we want him on the show at some point. Yeah, I mean, he was already on Sweet Life, so they had that. He's hot right now. It just doesn't, I feel like a love song doesn't, I don't know. I feel like that was way, that's weird. Yeah. It's a great song. Of course. Um, But I think for the Hannah Montana audience, I feel like it's random to have a love song. It is. I have just been filled with a mighty need to listen to that song as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> well, you know where to find it. <laughs> I do. Jesse McCartney, the guy who's like, I was a Disney star. I really think, like, mm. the other four artists that they put on this album were just basically radio Disney buzzwords at the time. Oh, oh yeah. So that's what I'm guessing, yeah, because the next sure. one is your faves, oh. your favorite band. They keep, every time we do an album review, <laughs> especially one that was that came out via Walt Disney Records, they, they always, alone. they weasel their way into here. Ever live. Ever live. Ever live. Get out of the my life. The song is called Find Yourself in You. Um, I had never heard it before. I think it was only released as a single and, quote, found prominent rotation nationwide on Radio Disney. So that's why it's here. I mean, I think how is inspired by Hannah Montana. I think having confidence in yourself. I um, guess. The whole song is written like a valedictorian speech that wasn't prepared very well. Yeah, you know that song like uh, by High C, like as we go on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this would apply at something. <laughs> That's like this that. song for like, like the 2005. Yeah, this challenge. is after this is after they throw their hats in the air. This is for the middle school graduation. Yeah, yeah, yeah Make yeah, no yeah. mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I again It's I, go figure light. Yes. That's what it is. It's I mean as much as I do defend Everlife, and I will defend them every time just because they released Go Figure, mm-hmm. all of their songs sound the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> There's no telling on Everlife. Did this, appear, did this appear on their on their album? It did appear on their album. Of course. <laughs> Which was essentially just a compilation album at, at that point. Oh, I'm looking at their album right now. I'm, I'm getting heated. <laughs> Why? Because... They put the freaking Phil Collins song on their album. They had to. What else did they have? 
Like, be original, please. Everlife never made music of their own accord. They just waited for Disney's call. They really did. And that album is proof. They're lucky they're on the Hannah Montana album. They you know who else is lucky to be on the Hannah Montana album after weaseling their way onto the other top 10 hit from 2006 is B5. They are my worst enemies. So you were wondering that you said, well, High School Music, because I said Hannah Montana became the best selling uh, soundtrack of all time, TV soundtrack, mm-hmm. whatever. So to dethrone it was obviously. Say with High School Musical. High School Musical. Of course. Um, so B5 is now a part of history. As artists who are on the top two albums of all time. They're doing a cover of Shining Star by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, This is actually... Because it basically doesn't change very much about the original song, I was more okay with it. But twice through the song, they're like, it's B5. I'm like, I know. Well... You already told me. They have to remind people. (laughs) Don't forget. It's B5. I B five again, counting their blessings. They sh- they're on this album. They have five blessings. B five <laughs> blessings they, five. They better be bl- they're be blessed. They're also like right before the song actually starts. It sounds like somebody is like. Aah! I know. <laughs> what? I, I I I'm agreeing with you. Uh, no, it's, I know. I'm just saying like uh, what? Not B five confusing us. What happened in the recording booth? <laughs> they love to put their little spin. No. Have we already covered Who's Afraid of Big Bad Wolf? We have. Unfortunately, we have. Why do these people keep seeping through? Because that was, I think that was on Disney Mania 4, which was the ones where we were just losing our mind as the, B5. As the track list went on. The, the way B5 remixes things, they should be held for their crimes. <laughs> Someone needs to, I'm going to sue them. Their Get Your Head in the Game remix is example number one. Like, how did Kenny approve that? Kenny? 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 <laughs> What do you, Kenny? You who do we blame about? Who do we blame? We have we have. <laughs> who, who do we blame? Who do we blame? Five. Who do we blame? Five. I have to blame somebody, and I'm not blaming Miley Cyrus. <laughs> you know she had, You know she had no. She had no control over this. At least it's mercifully short. Yes. Because I feel like some B five songs have gone on. Who's afraid of the big bad wolf? Was only like two minutes, but I feel like the get your head in the game remix goes on for a while. This one was over pretty quickly. Why did D- Disney loved to make? Disney tried their hardest to make B5 and Everlife a thing. Everlife, well, you can't, they're boring. Everlife got a little bit farther than B5, but they did because Everlife had Go Figure. Yeah, and what did B5 have? A wolf. A wolf. Next. <laughs> Next. Well, I'm glad we're going to talk about this song because this, this song, song is so funny. This song. Every father-daughter dance. Every first dance with that bride. Mm-hmm. This needs to be in your rotation. They are not doing it to this song. So. Mm. This is I Learned From You by Miley Cyrus and Billy Ray Cyrus. This song is obviously written by a dad who is so ready for his child to be like, you know what, daddy? You were right about that thing you said to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> is... you can tell that like 12-year-old Miley singing these lyrics back to him does not believe what she is being told to say. Well, this is obviously so. This is written by Matthew Jared, and he's oh. written so many songs that we know and love. Like what? Oh, um, should I just stick to Miley Cyrus, or should I, you know? Basically, <laughs> he was on the pulse of every, with every Disney artist. Wow. So 
with Hannah Montana, he wrote Best of Both Worlds, Nobody's Perfect, Lies What You Make It. What? He wrote the following High School Musical songs. Co-wrote. Are you ready? Stop. Are you ready? Do you want me to tell you? Yes. We're all in this together. Oh. Um. What time is it? Uh, all for one. I don't dance. Start something new. Now or never. I want it all. A night to remember. The boys are back. High school musical. And I can't take my eyes off of you. Um, should and I? he wrote this? Um, he also wrote The Party's Just Begun uh, by the Cheetah Girls. He wrote... Uh, so why was he asleep when he wrote this song? <laughs> he wrote Why Not by Hilary Duff. He wrote... Um, who will I be? Camp Rock. What else we got on here? My eyes are gonna pop out of my skull. Um, <laughs> you have to stop. Well, should I top it off with? He wrote, uh, co-wrote "Breakaway" by Kelly Clarkson. Oh my god. Oh well, I think hold hold your eyes because he co-wrote "This Is My Time" by stop. the one, the only Raven Simone. Stop. stop. So don't you dare. Say this guy can't write. I'm not. He wrote your childhood. I, I just, this song is very like a 12-year-old daughter being like, you were right, daddy. Yeah. And the dad being like, I know. And it just like, I don't know. Also, when Billy Ray hits the mic, <laughs> he sounds like he is knocking on death's door. And I know. It sounds so weird. And I know he's, he's young now. So he's probably like in his late 30s 40s i don't yeah, know like, how old what he was is. he doing he literally's like y'all have to go back and listen to this he goes we always don't agree on what is the best way he sounded very um like contemporary music worship leader i don't know if oh, that's what he was trying to go ha- for oh my bible's open my hands are waving in the air for this song Stop. oh yeah <laughs> love's like a hurricane i'm a tree has nothing on this song you get out of here. <laughs> don't don't you slander how he loves like that. Um, that was like the only CCM song that I ever was like really, really into. Oh, sorry. Um, the trauma, the trauma. <laughs> it's crashing back to me. Um, well, Miley Cyrus and Billy Ray are having a yelly, a yell off at the end of the song. Oh, yeah. They're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better than Butterfly Fly Away. No. So we have three father-daughter duets. Actually, there's four in the Hannah Montana canon. There's this song. There's Ready, Set, Don't Go. There's Butterfly Fly Away. And then from season four, there's Love That Let's Go. Billy Ray did a lot of sappy duets with her just to unfollow her on Instagram. Well, they need it. We we need a fifth one. Maybe this will be the year. Fire and Rose. (gasps) We don't talk like you know, like um, "Fire and Rain" by um, James Taylor. Yeah, you see fire and I see rose. <laughs> I or that Cam Brock one. We're like fire I, um, and rose. I remember listening to the song on repeat. You're sick. <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> I like it. I it's very melodramatic. It's very sad. Never, I've never been one for the daddy daughter duets. I just can't. What's your favorite Miley Cyrus duet? With like John duet? Tra- with John Travolta. Shut your yap. My that favorite one. Miley Cyrus duet is 
We got the party with us with the Jonas Brothers. With Jonas okay. So it's time to rank the Hannah Montana songs. It is, it is. I'll let you go first. Okay. Worst to best? Of course. Okay. At the bottom, I have Just Like You. Mm-hmm. Then I have Who Said. Wow. The Other Side of Me. Okay. Pumping Up the Party. If We Were a Movie, coming in at number four. Okay. I've Got Nerve, number three. This Is the Life, number two. And Best of Both Worlds at number one. Ooh. Ooh. All right. For this album, of course. Of course. We're only talking about season one of Hannah Montana songs. All right. So bottom of the pack for me, I'll have to say pumping up the party. I have to. I have to. I'm sorry. Dang. Next, I'm going to say um, this is the life. <gasps> really? I, li- I mean, yeah. Then wow. just Then just like you. Then uh, I got nerve. <gasps> then if we were a movie. Okay. And so I think now I'm on my top three, right? Um, I think so. Then I have to say, oh gosh, I'm going to say um, 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 the other side of me, who said, and I feel like it's sacrilegious if I don't say the best of both worlds at the top. The way that your two and three and my two and three were in complete opposite positions on the other person's list, but we both made it to best of both worlds right. at the top. That's I'm, truly the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. It truly is. I mean, like, I feel like it is sacrilegious. Like, I want... Message us if you think best of both worlds is the weakest song from the original Hannah Montana soundtrack, and I want to know your reasons. I would be shocked. I mean, message us if it's anything other than number one. How about that? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I don't think the people have that little taste to say it's the worst. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before we get to our lesson, the Disney Channel lesson day, any closing thoughts about um, the journey that Miley Cyrus started as Hannah Montana putting out an album? Putting at out an album. The, the ripe old um, age of 13. And the effects it had on yeah. the Disney Channel canon. And by the time this episode is out, she'll be putting out an album at the ripe age of 30. And, and right back on Disney. I know. Very full circle. It's wild um, that we've come full circle. Like you said, I mean, some of these songs are like cute and fun now because especially like looking back on where she started to where she is. um, A lot of them don't really hold up outside of the context of the show Mm -hmm. or even like the time period. And the the inspired by tracks are all head scratchers. Yeah. um, And all products of the time. But this is a great little like nostalgia capsule of an album. Yeah, I'll say, like, out of all the Hannah Montana songs, I think these are the weakest out of the well, lore yeah. that is Hannah Montana. Because um, I think they're just kind of like, let's see what this kid can do. Let's put a wig on her, put a mic in her hand, and let's see what she can do. And then, lo and behold, they struck gold, and they said, let's keep this party train going. And that's when she went yeah. on tour and all that stuff. I feel like stuff. Best of Both Worlds is also the best because it's the most indicative of, like, the way that the Hannah Montana sound was going to start to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very energetic you got a little bit of twang in there yeah but like guitar drums like yeah like even like the ooh like very um like those Hannah Montana ad libs yeah um classic and so it's you kind of get strapped in and you're like we're on the Hannah Montana train 
All aboard. All aboard the Hannah Montana train. A choo choo. Choo choo. Don't you mean ooh ah ooh? I guess I do. I guess you do. <laughs> all right. So, what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is that if you don't have enough songs to make a full album, an EP is okay. An EP is okay. Um, my Disney Channel lesson is if, and this is my lesson for in the universe of the Hannah Montana show. Oh. If you're a pop star and putting out an album and you have a secret life, make sure half your songs aren't about living a double life because <laughs> people can, you know, get suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's only for people who are living a double life and who are pop stars, so... More of heed, heed on this warning, you out there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on to you. I'm on to you. Um, like anybody could get away with that shit in the age of social media. Not a chance. Right. right. Um, Miley would be out the door one day as Hannah Montana, and the cover would be blown. She'd be like, "Oh, guess." Especially guess. as loudly as they talk about it, uh, I know. literally everywhere. <laughs> I know. Um, so, Becca, if people want to know um, how you pump up the party. Where can they find you? You can get up and get loud and pump up the party now on my Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, TikTok at Becca's Records, YouTube at Becca Stogner, or check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, if you want to hear a little bit more about that uh, Christian contemporary music trauma I was referencing earlier. <laughs> it's a good time. We are YGSSG podcast on the social medias. Um, and if you want to keep up to date or just follow me on social media, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram and H Cameron Martin on Twitter. But if you want to keep up to date on this podcast, we're on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us there. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you leave a review, we'll shout you out and read your review on another episode. Uh, give us five stars on Spotify, if you don't mind. Um, uh, DM us. Uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. We want to hear from you. Um, we love talking to you guys uh, because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. All right, y'all. Month of Miley continues. Next week, we will, of course, have our thoughts on Endless Summer Vacation to share Mm -hmm. with you, our thoughts on Backyard Sessions to share with you. And we will also be a little live from New York next week. Right. A little bit. We're we're in our little bangers. I mean, Hunter's live from New York all the time, but. Right, right. But this time we'll both be. In a sense. (laughs) In, 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 in a sense, in a sense. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. Always bulk your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs>